0: Hey there and thank you for listening to the Bet on a Black Woman podcast with your host Sab Jackson. A podcast about black women's perseverance, journey and experience and pushing forward through her job searching journey was once about one woman's perseverance journey and experiences evolved into our shared experiences which are vastly different and need to be shared and i'm bringing awareness and being a resource for other black women on this journey i'm really glad to have you with me this week i appreciate your listening ears and your time and i hope that you are protecting your peace and that you are calm in your energy. Now, before we get started on this episode, Listening Tribe, I'm going to ask that if you enjoy or enjoyed listening to this week's episode and you found value in it, please make sure that you share this with your social media network. Text your friends, post in your group meme, screenshot this, post it on IG with the hashtag, BetOnABlackWomen email your community. Please share with your trusted community. And if you'd like, you can follow us on Instagram at Bet Black Full disclosure, the only reason I have that Instagram is so that no one would steal it. I don't post as much on there. However, I am very active on Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter at sap S-A-B underscore 1908. And with that, let's get into this week's episode. Gia Hoich. Gia Hoich. Which means hello in Irish Gaelic. And then konnichiwa in Japanese. In Japanese uh, language. And then hello mate in uh, UK English language. And the reason why I wanted to start the podcast off with those greetings. Was because those are my outside of the US. and in, in, Including the US. Those are my top audience listeners from the uk from japan from ireland i also want to give a shout out to my listeners in canada vietnam germany russia puerto rico australia norway singapore nigeria and united arab emirates thank you for listening to the bet on a black woman podcast i appreciate you I appreciate your listening ear. I have made this commitment to my audience, to you, that I would not and will not ever uh, ghost you guys. And I have not recorded in two weeks. I think my last episode was, if you give me two seconds here, I'll tell you exactly what my last episode was. My last episode with you guys was on February 22. And I have recorded episodes since then but i have not put them out because i want my episodes to be authentic to where i am in my life and where i am going so my challenge you guys in a uh, full transparency with the better on the black woman podcast is this podcast started out as sad being a black woman in her job searching journey and talking about her journey and sharing what it was like to be a black woman, to be someone who is job searching and the challenges that we specifically go through because our challenges are niche and they're specific and they're different and we go through a buttload of things that a lot of other um, cultures don't have to deal with. Uh, from the time that I touched down in Dallas, one of my first interviews was that was at Radio Shack and I interviewed with a woman of color. And I'll say specifically she was I don't know. She was an Asian woman, but she wasn't I don't know what f- culture of Asian because, you know, Asian is not monolithic just because just like black is not monolithic or just because like um, uh, Indian isn't monolithic you know um but I don't I don't remember what kind of Asian she was but I do remember the annoying thing that she said to me in the interview was you're so articulate that is not a compliment and I won't have I I won't sit here and go into why that is because If you guys have been listening to this podcast, you know what the antithesis of what this podcast is about and how that is not a compliment, but, and you know, those are things that we as black women have to deal with. And for that to had come from another woman of color was just a fucking slap in the face for me an annoying slap in the face for me from Radio Shack in Fort Worth and even I don't even know if they're still there I don't even know if Radio Shack is still a thing but the point that I'm making is that I made this podcast to as an outlet for SAP for me but to also be a resource and outlet for other black women who are going through that through the same journey that I was going through at the time and that's ultimately what it was it was an outlet for me which prove invaluable. Meaning that to see the amount of downloads from people and the amount of people that were listening to what I had to say was um, inspiring. If, If that's the word that I wanna use, it was like, wow, this many people are listening to what I have to say And can potentially relate to what I was going through. So this podcast has been a lifesaver for me. It has been a upliftment journey. It has been a great networking tool because I've had the opportunity to connect with other women, other black women who have also been job searching. And whether or not this podcast has helped them and amplified in their job searching journey, I will note that it has allowed me to interact and meet with other women across the country. I've met someone from, I don't remember where Mexi is from. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think she's from Georgia. Yeah, Mexi's from Georgia. Um, another woman I met was from Michigan. Another woman that I met was from Texas. And another woman that I met was also from Texas. So I've met a few women here and they have all gone on to do amazing things. And I will not attribute the "Bet on a Black Woman podcast to that. But it was just an opportunity for these black women to get out their stories and amplify their stories in the job searching space. And also for other people, non-black, uh, non woman (laughs) to see and to hear what it was like for a black woman to job search and to give a level of empathy and understanding not empathy i'll take empathy out of it understanding to what our plight is often when we are in the job searching space so that's um one of the numerous reasons why i created this uh, platform and this space for myself uh, and for other women, it was for me initially. So selfishly, yeah, it was for me. But then it altered into a space where other Black women could relate to what I was going through and what we were going through, and how we needed to rectify and support one another throughout this job searching journey. So through that, I have learned over these past couple of since I've landed <laughs> that you know. I'm transitioning, I'm changing, you know, the my content of what I want and should talk about during the podcast is going to change. And I didn't know how to approach that. And if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you'll know that this has been a little bit of a challenge for me in trying to figure out what it is that I should be talking about or can talk about in the podcast and how to stay true and relevant and connected to the people who started listening to this podcast initially that was my focus like I I was like I wanna I want to stay connected to the people who started listening to this podcast in the first place but I also want those people who are still listening to know that I've evolved and I've changed and the podcast was Sabrina Sab in her job search Job searching journey, and when she landed ultimately, uh, I didn't ex- expect the content to change because I still wanted to focus on what it was like as a black woman to job search. Because I was so focused on that, you guys, I'll be really honest with you, I was so focused on that because that journey had been so long for me. I just felt like that that wasn't something that was going to leave me, and it's not going to leave me. But I know and I realize that my sentiments and my thoughts and things that I want to talk about are changing and evolving and I wanted to talk to you about that and I wanted to let you know that they are changing and they are evolving because I am not in that space anymore you know and it's not an abandonment of those who are still in that space but I just have to stay committed to what Sabrina is going through and what Sab is going through with the people who are listening to this podcast so I don't want to waste your time in listening to this podcast but I also still want to add value to you listening to what I have to say and I'm in that transition of figuring out what it is that I have to say or what it is that I want to talk about so I'll give you an example so this week this past week with the company that I work for I participated in a series, a growth zone series, about living in your growth zone, starting from your comfort zone, which we are all familiar with, then our growth zone, and then our panic zone. Our panic zone is the zone that we ultimately will learn to grow from. That's the zone we don't like. That's the zone that makes us uncomfortable. And I wanted to talk about those growth zones and the healthy challenge of being in those growth zones and the discomfort of being in those growth zones and how being uncomfortable that discomfort is the only path to growth okay so adopting a growth mindset is when we ultimately thrive on challenge and we believe we can improve in our growth and intelligence and it's less about being smart and more about learning and how we are all a mixture of growth and having a fixed mindset and it's it's not possible to not necessarily possible to be in a growth zone all of the time and it's okay to have moments of being in a fixed uh growth zone essentially being in your comfort zone right? So I wanted to talk to you about those six strategies today. So I'll go over them. And I want you to think about those as I talk about them. And as I mention them, just take a moment to pause the episode and to think and ruminate over what that means to you and how you can um, make amendments and changes and adapt them into your life. All right, so let's go. So the first strategy is increasing your self-awareness, being fully aware of yourself, being fully aware of who you are in the moment, taking in the moment. I have, I, I will admit, I am, I am guilty of that. Like, I'm not one of those people who flips out her camera in the moment, I am not one of those people who like, you know, anytime something is going on in the world, I'm quick to flip out my camera. But I am learning to be more fully aware of the moment and fully aware of what's going on around me. I subscribe to the adage of paying for and paying for experiences and not things. Meaning that I want to have memories. I want to live in that moment. And I want to increase my self-awareness of what's happening to me in that moment for memory's sake. That's just what I'm taking from it. The next is get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I know we hear that adage a lot. But you're growing when you get uncomfortable. You want to be more uncomfortable. You want to grow, right? That's the goal, right? You want to grow. Well, That's the goal for some people, not all people. But you want to get uncomfortable um, in growing as a person. You want to get uncomfortable in growing in in your life and who you ultimately think you should be or want to be or you aspire to be, right? So the next one is reframing your fear and resistance as excitement. I know oftentimes we are afraid of things. And we don't want to do things and we're so afraid of doing it. But this strategy is asking us and telling us to reframe our mind to think of that fear as a an, as an exciting endeavor. Something that we should be taking on. And as much as our hearts are probably palpitating in that moment of not wanting to freaking do it. Reframe your mind and reframe that fear of resistance as a level of excitement. The, nevel, the next one is seeing challenges as opportunities. Like, how can I see this as an opportunity to grow? How will I look back on this as a moment that challenged me to grow? So instead of, again, seeing these challenges and these trepidations and these uh, challenging opportunities see see them as opportunities like how can i grow from this how can i see this as an opportunity to grow and how will i look back on this moment in my life that challenged me to grow how will i see this as an opportunity for me to have grown in that moment think about that that's the underlying key how will i look back on this as a moment that challenged me to grow the next is focus on the process Rather than the outcome, the journey is what we want to focus on and how much you've learned. I know we often say don't focus on the outcome, but focus on the journey. Don't focus on the destination, but focus on the journey. Focus on the what the actual journey is. What are you learning from this journey? Focus on the journey. Do not focus on the end result. Do not focus on the outcome, right? Because the growth comes in you learning from the journey. That's what I think of. That's what we think of when we're thinking about don't focus on the actual outcome, focus on the learning journey. And finally, the next one is the use of the word yet and leaving opportunity for growth and shifting the shifting and changing. But so the example that I'll give is, you know, I'm really excited about the possibility and growth on this new team yet or but okay okay Uh, let me let me give a better example um let me think like think 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 think. um i don't like swimming it scares the not me personally i actually like swimming but i'm just saying in 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 conversation when most black people talk about how they don't like swimming or they don't know how to swim they haven't learned how to swim use the word yet I don't know how to swim I don't want to get my hair wet I don't like to swim yet I don't know how to swim yet I don't like to swim yet use yet as the term I don't I don't I don't I don't know how to get myself together after my hair is all out of shape yet you know that's one of the things that often black women talk about is their hair and getting it wet yet because our hair is our crown. Our head is our hair is our pride and joy. And we think about those things when we're having to do things that compromise our hair. Um, So yet is is the word that we want to uh, insert into our lives when we are faced with things that are challenging us. I I don't I don't I don't like to cook. I don't know how to cook. I I just I've never really cooked yet. Uh, I don't you know, I don't really like to jog. You know, I you know, it's all sweaty. You know, I I don't have outfits. I don't have shoes yet. You know, think about those things. Use the word yet often and take action when you're using those words. Don't just use it flippantly. I don't like to swim I don't like to cook. I don't want to get my hair wet yet. So think of those things as opportunities for you to practice in your daily life. Okay? So those are six strategies that I wanted to share with you for living in your growth zone. Is The key is growth. We want to grow, right? We want to have opportunities to grow. We want to continue to grow. We want to continue to evolve. We want to continue to be better people in our lives. And those are things that I want us to consciously think about. And I know this may sound like a challenge, but that is the growth, right? That is the growth that I want us all to focus on, right? It's the growth of us not, of the unknowing, the growth of us doing something different that we've not done before the growth of us doing something that we are uncomfortable with so i'll share with you what i'm going through right now i am in the process I, i don't know i've shared with you my podcast listeners before that i'm living with my sister but i am in the process of moving out happily and excitedly scaredly and looking for an apartment here in dallas the scary part is Dallas is a big place and I, uh, I have apartment, fi- I'm using apartment finders. I'm also searching myself. I'm also like, okay, do I want to find a place close to the job? And while I do work from home until the end of 2021, um, up until 2022 temporarily, we don't know what we're going to do in 2022 until we have herd immunity, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, I'm working from home till the rest of the year. But I'm thinking about those things. I'm thinking, like, okay, Sabrina, do you wanna be close to work? I don't want to be too close to work. So these the scary part of finding a new home. That's scary for me. Because I know what kind of apartment that I wanna be in. I don't wanna be in a block. I also don't want to be in a place where I'm paying fifteen hundred, sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred, twenty three hundred dollars for rent. That's a fucking mortgage. I might as well just get a house. But then I also know that that's an added stress in the searching for an actual home home. You know, when I think of a home home, I think of an actual home with a lawn. But I'm learning, I am learning in my, at my age that a home could be a condo. A home could be a townhome. I'm learning those things. Like I've always learned at a, a that okay a home is having a house a single house on the street with grass with a dog and a fence and not necessarily a property with an hoa so those are things that i'm thinking about on a daily basis that scares the shit out of me also i'll also share with you guys because this is the bed on a black woman podcast and i told you the content will change the day the dating scene i have dipped my toe in the dating scene here in dallas and i'm using dating apps and uh, i don't want to say it's a level of frustration but i will say that men in dallas aren't good with open-ended questions or open-ended conversations so that's a turnoff i'll just leave it there So, you know, who knows? I may just start a segment on what it's like for Sab to be dating or attempting to date. Because, you know, I'm, you know, an attractive young female woman. I'm not, I am a female, but I'm a woman. I hate when people be like, she's a female. She's a female. I hate when people use the word female. I do. I do. It's just like females are mammals that bear children. Women, we are more than people who bear children and I hate when men and or women use the word female it's like we're a fucking species and we are a species but we're more than a species when people use the word female it's like when I think of the word female for Sabrina I think of just a person or a thing or a mammal that bears children that's what I think of when I think of the word female I think of offspring (laughs) i think of just the offspring someone that can produce biologically kids or eggs or and it's not a person so i refrain from using the word female i hate using when men use and women use the word female no i am a woman hear me roar so with that <laughs> I hope you. I, I wanted to give you guys a brief update on the happenings of what's going on with Sab Jackson. Whether or not you care, your care speaks to your listens and speaks to the downloads. Your non care speaks to you cutting off at like one minute or five minutes into the episode. So, um, but I also, if you do care and if you do appreciate and you do have value, And the six strategies of growth zoning, please share this podcast and the timestamp with your community. I I would really appreciate it. You know, I am just a sister here in the city of Dallas that is decided to take the reins of her life by its balls. Like, I've never done that before. Like, I've just kind of gone through life. And just done things that I thought that I was supposed to do, and live like I was supposed live life, as I was supposed to do, as society has told me that I should. I don't want to say like my parents thought that I should, cause um. Well, I do love my mother. It, the The story that I have learned about my mother from my sister's passing is just eye opening, and learning more about. The guy who, um, God, I want to be very careful about the words that I use because this is a podcast that I do have a number of listeners. The man who helped birth me, contributed to the birth of me. (laughs) I'll just say that. Um, yeah. So with that, I have talked to you guys about in the last episode about adulting, me looking for a therapist. And in that I will hope to talk to that therapist about uh, the life of Sab and the life of the father in her life, the life of the mother in her life, the life of the sibling in her life, the life of all of those things, right? I am not a perfect person. I am an and am an imperfect woman. And those aren't things that I put in a PSA or put on my um LinkedIn. But I say those things to myself and I want to work towards being a better SAB, right? So that's a little more <laughs> insight into who I am. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bet on a Black Woman podcast. When will SAB be back? I'm working through that. And if you guys can help us out on the angle or the trajectory that I should go with the content of this podcast, I am welcome to it i'm welcoming it and i'm receiving it bet on a black woman at gmail.com or uh s is in sam d and in david jackson at gmail.com s and sam d as in david jackson1908 at gmail.com either or both the same um uh bet on a black woman at gmail or sd jackson 1908 at gmail either or both i see and respond to uh would love to hear from you if you can uh, help us this out interestingly enough i do get more messages on linkedin that i than i expect i mean i'm not saying that i get a whole influx of messages from people but i do get messages from people here and there what i'm saying is i appreciate them and i see them and i respond to them so with that thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of bet on a black woman I will talk to you soon and I appreciate you and I appreciate your listening here and we will talk soon. Bye.